Welcome to the Art and Science Punks podcast, where two lifelong learners talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with those things in our day-to-day lives. I'm Kate Stenzinger, one of your punks, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger. As we talked about last time, we talked about goal setting and our process, and I think we talked about kind of phase one, that reflecting back or looking back. Mm -hmm. Tonight, we're going to talk about goal setting part two, if you will, um, looking forward, or what I think of as the actual kind of goal setting process that we go through Mm -hmm. um, year after year. So that's going to be our plan and our our topic tonight. Yes. So... Of course, as has been the tradition here on the Art and Science Funks podcast, I did come up with a surprise question. I was wondering. I was looking at you wondering. It it took me a little bit. Um, and this one might be a tough one, so we'll see how this goes. I like tough questions, so. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. It's not okay. difficult. Yeah. I know you like difficult questions. This is difficult in a different way, I think. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. see. So without further ado, what's the earliest goal you can remember setting? So it could be a New Year's resolution. It could be just a goal that you set. Because I know we've done this a lot in our life together. Um, But if I look back and if I think back in my life, like as a kid, um, I don't come up with a whole lot of like New Year's resolution type um, thoughts or experiences that I that I'm recalling. So I'm curious if you can think back, and maybe it is something from your adult life. But what's the earliest um, resolution type goal you can recall setting? A resolution type goal. Okay. Yeah, not just a, I'm going to score good on this math test, right? I mean, I can remember setting those kinds of goals hmm. um, as a kid, as a teenager. But I was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yes. Time to you know cue the montage. Clearly, I'm going to score well in the test. That rocks, actually. So, um, that, I mean, why that that is actually pretty awesome. I mean, you know, traditionally we should feel all jockish and say nerd and stuff, but I don't know. Whatever, uh, we don't need that. We don't need that pretense here. So, God, the qual the qualification of a a resolution like goal. It all it really battles with my current feeling about the word resolution sure. and the word goal. Yep. Nope. I can see that. And, um, and so I can think of thing. I can think of times when, uh, when I first started trying to make uh, deliberate progress toward outcomes, <laughs> which is like the Webster definition of goal. Uh-huh. Make deliberate progress towards outcomes. That's nice. I like that. Uh, that's I, I doubt that. <laughs> so, okay. Well, <clears throat> so a res a re, to 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 be specific about the difference between those words to me, right? Sure. Um, so I see, not I don't actually see that as a, as a goal. Like that could be a task. Make a deliberate progress toward an outcome, right? The goal, the outcome could be the goal. The progress can be the tasks, and then that's a good point. A resolution to me feels like I don't. I, I want to say this in a way that's that that's inclusive and not you know not being harsh about resolutions, because I do think um, it's like I want to defend my friend the goals because it gets a bad rap because resolutions right right where re- resolutions are a little bit more um, well it, as I characterize them right 
is they can be more wishful than intentional of like, well, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to figure out how I get this thing done and what behaviors must I change in order to make this outcome possible and then see it through. How, How does that work? on the path of goals and, and, and planning and being, having a strategy that that's, uh, that feels like lowering the risk. Whereas, um, making it more possible for what you want to have happen. Whereas resolution feels like you may not be lowering the risk. You're just kind of hoping it happens. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Again, I'm being harsh about resolutions. You can have your own definition of that, but that's, that's my impression. Um, because resolutions, I think, I mean, I probably wished for things a, a lot forever, but like where I remember the habit, the things that I kind of associate toward what maybe grew into my goal planning mm-hmm. was more, um, I remember my, I don't know if it was because of the availability of pens and paper so commonly, but like when I worked at Burger King as a teenager, uh-huh. I had um, both receipt paper and you know pens nearby sure right and also uh like did you wish for pens and paper pen. is that where this is? no no like but the but the and the and the mats like the the whole like you put a mat like a little advertisement piece of paper oh, on yep. top of a tray right yep. and that theoretically made it clean for someone to eat off of um <laughs> yeah let's not go into that <laughs> anyway so well, yeah okay all those issues aside and uh that's a lot of paper and I would use that to, to jot down my thoughts about what I wanted to have happen next in my life. Oh, nice. Okay. And, um, that's cool. That's it wasn't a... necessarily very organized and whatnot. So that's roughly, I would say where it began for me. Though. Do you remember any goal in particular? Like the first one you can remember, like I wrote down, you know, me and my, and I have to be honest, it wasn't a math test, but I had goals around my spelling tests. Spelling. Okay. Yes. That's another topic for another time. <laughs> you seem to be a good speller, so I, okay, or just very successful because of uh, spell check. word processing. Spell, spell check, check is my friend. That's awesome. Well, um, so even, anyway, do you remember? Batman has a tool belt, so that's fine. So let's see. Um, what uh, what was your question though? I'm do sorry. you remember what one of the goals were was oh, it, what like what's the, the first goals? goal you can remember like mm. I imagine it was something related to playing guitar or I would say I that it would be related to forming a band sure. and also getting enough money to upgrade my guitar stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. What could I do about that? Very cool. If, for me thinking kind of through it and I don't have any from, you know, like I said, other than like those kind of more day to day things where I would set a goal around spelling tests. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I do remember, you know, getting a little older, probably more college age and my resolutions would always be around exercise, hmm. you know, running a certain distance, doing a certain number of road races or, you know, yoga or the, that kind of thing. But it was always, typically around fitness if I think back to kind of my early goal setting. Um, And I bring this up because I think one of the approaches that we take as we kind of transition now into our our process and what we do for goal planning is one of the things I really like about is a construct that, you know, years ago you had really introduced is, you know, from a holistic perspective, like don't just put like exercise goals in, but um, 
you know, we've looked, we've done different categorizations. I know through the years we've done personal, professional, um, education, yeah, you know, mental, emotional, social relationship, uh, you know. Yeah, but we've financial. given more categories to it. I think mind, body, spirit has, has been one too. Yeah. Um, those kinds of things. And I think it's it's brought forward, I think, a more holistic look at how we set goals for the year. I have one more piece of holistic as far as goals. Yeah. Is that some goals, I think, have a durability where they're, they're like a measurable threshold. And other goals are more of an ongoing um, circumstance or habit. Yes. Right? Where I think of one, one set of goals is, in my terminology, it's a way of being. And another, yeah, the other goals are like a threshold. Like, yeah, and I think we've really noticed that if we, as we've done the process, I think year over year, and there's been certain goals where we've wanted to keep them on the list, not because we weren't didn't accomplish or weren't successful, but because they were more of those... Um, now I forgot the term that you used. A way of being. More of those way of being. You goals. call it a habit. I think other no, people I would like say way of being. I just people would just say, "Hey, it's a habit." <laughs> um, you know? But yeah, the way of, uh, a way of being goal, and mm-hmm. you know, I know that we've come across those as we've um, done the process. Yeah, I mean, because you could say, "I want to um, eat healthy," and if you eat one healthy meal, you cross the threshold. But like. Is that really what you meant by setting the goal? You could actually say like, well, I wanted this to be a, a, like a recurring continuous thing. And I think about it every week. And there you go. That's right. Another way of being habit. Um, yeah. So how, how did you want to get into the, the whole looking forward? Um, I think just talking through our process a bit and okay. how we, how we do that. So that's kind of where I was starting cool. with. We've, we try to make sure we're not just focusing on one part of our being like exercise or health or just focusing on um, parenting or just focusing on work. We try to make sure that um, all parts of who we are, like our own kind of personal goals, our professional goals, um, our, you know, body goals, those Mm -hmm. kinds that it's all encompassed. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's your current kind of, structure you kind of started to talk about a little bit but what's your current um system for that well i think over the years we've um we've we've refined our approach so my current system is uh really being nourished by that reflection that we talked about Mm -hmm. and then letting ideas happen and just capture and uh express and see what comes out because i want to not um, sort of hide or repress like inklings and ideas that, that might be there that if I tried to take like a step-by-step approach, uh, maybe, maybe I wouldn't become more aware of those ideas. So I just like get the idea, get, get things out of my head. Like we tried a bunch of interesting things last year yeah. that I think we'll probably build off of this year with, uh, one thing is, is looking at the, uh, the Susanna Conway's, um, yep. so like her sort of reflective journaling and, um, some yeah. of the exercises she has. So I, I like in a cre- like it reminds me a lot of like what it represents, uh, healthy stages of a creative process. Yep. Healthy stages of a creative process are, are instead of saying like, well, I have to capture only the best words right now. It's allowing whatever, th- whatever comes out to come out and then to shape it. Right. And I think our goal process has become more like that, where we let stuff come out 
and then we shave it. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. And I, I too, I really like Susanna Conway's um, used to be called the unraveling journal. I think she's got a new name on it this year, but we'll mm. put a link to it in the show notes, but unraveling the year um, behind and the year ahead. So it's kind of a similar process. Um, a lot of little, um, journal prompts, I would say, but we've always approached it as, you know, kind of make your bulleted list, write down one or two thoughts, phrases, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, sit down and journal for five minutes on each of these things, unless you, you know, that's, unless that's what's always been needed. I know at times there's been areas I've been stuck and that's really been. We did other things too. Like we got out like big pages of, um, of, their comic drawing paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like really heavy cardstock that I don't, I mean, when I pick up heavy paper, I feel like it has this special importance or whatever. So it actually feels like I'm getting away with something when I sort of use it in a draftish um, way, whatever. I don't, and uh, let's, and this is paper that I've had sitting around because yeah. my actual comic drawing process doesn't include that paper. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't getting used anyway. Any, and it was fun to bring into this where we did, um, we started to list some things that were coming out of the pro, uh, out of our process. I don't remember exactly how early it was, but then we would ask why. And we yeah. did the five why exercise. We did that a lot last year. That's yeah. right. That was very helpful. And I think, if I remember last year, the goal setting part of it, I was I was a little more stuck than I think I had been in previous years. And so it was very helpful to kind of work through the why of, you know, why do I want to focus on this? Why is this so important to me? Um, hmm. And so to really talk through this or write through those, I think opened up some um, um, cues for me. And one of the things that I can remember coming out of that, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, threshold and, and, um, habits. One of the things that I've always done is to um, put measurable goals, right? So, um, putting measures or, or, um, you know, Oh, I'm going to do X number of this. I'm going to cook, you know, a oh, health, yeah. one healthy meal every week, or I'm going to, you know, a new healthy meal. Not, not like we're going to eat junk food the rest of the time, but <laughs> one new healthy meal every week, but putting all these concrete, um, numbers to everything mm -hmm. which you know in a professional setting is fantastic right then you can have your measurable goals but it was really um inhibiting me from a standpoint of i would get very judgmental and very it's where that kind of resolution thing would come in where it's like yep this gets thrown away within a few weeks and going through that why exercise i can remember um it really helping me to figure out what's behind this goal why is it i want to do this and what kind of a measure can i put to it that isn't a numeric um, chart, you know, uh, um, listing, if you will, of sorts. So it just was a really useful exercise. So to, okay, to describe what the five why exercise is, not that yes. we have to go into all our personal goals and stuff, um, but I am actually, you know, unclipping a, a binder clip on the actual paper I used last year. Um, Gosh, there, that's right. There's another exercise we'll have to go into in a second here. So uh, what does it mean? Dig deeper. Why times five? And um, let's see. I'm trying to think. No, this is all like super personal. Nope. <laughs> Not going to dump this out on the podcast. So 
And it, let's see. Well, let's use my healthy meal one. Healthy right? meal one. Cook okay. one new healthy meal, okay. new recipe. So you have a thing and it's on your brain. You're like, well, yeah, okay, I, like, I feel okay, but not fully grounded in this thing. Right. Okay, let's ask, well, why do you feel this? Thing? Like, why is this the case? Right. And then, and then like come up with a reason. Yep. And, and it, now, it's about nurturing my family, right? So why? It's like, well, I want to nurture my family. I want us all to be strong and healthy. Why do you want it to be stronger? Okay, so this is an easy one, actually. Well, it kind of is, but yeah. the what it led me to is um, having to admit that we're doing really, really good, and one new recipe a week isn't going to um, change that goal. It's not like we're not unhealthy. Yeah. Right. So we don't have, you know, nobody has an illness uh, yes, or exactly. An, so like you can hit. You can, uh, one of the, I find this a helpful thing. It's not always great because it can lead to cognitive dissonance, but like you can land on your own assumptions. Like, oh, I just feel this and I didn't know, I didn't actually, I don't know if it's right. I just assume it. Yeah. And so I think for me in that one, it came down to, I don't need one a week. I just need to make sure that that's a focus in my, in my life because I enjoy it. So if I can get to, I love to cook. I enjoy cooking. It's some me time. Oh, wait a minute. This is a different goal. Mm. This isn't about, you know, just a family. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes as we're going here. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of some of what, what, where that came from, right? Is the family is healthy. The family is eating great, but I like to cook and I'm not getting as much, maybe I'm not getting as much opportunity to do that. And it's some me time that I can work in. Okay, this is a different goal. This is about um, having some creativity in the kitchen. That's really powerful. Yeah. Like, so, uh, and I say that in in that because I think everyone has feelings about the stuff that's going on, and if you just capture that as a starting point, you can get further. Yeah. That's really valuable. Like you don't have to stop there, but because then that's what makes it more valuable, more valuable because you're you're nourishing what you've. In, in chipping away at it and exploring what you captured initially, instead of saying, guess what? Now I'm going to, you know, wish upon a star and this is it. Like, happy new year, the ball drops. I've wished all these things. Yeah. And I haven't explored them. I haven't tested them. It's not part of an iterative process. Because, dun, 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 we're not always done <laughs> on New Year's Eve when we're like, oh, when we're planning. Right. right. Our goal planning never wraps up new year's eve yeah i mean it, it kicks off but like it's not done yeah and um and there's been years where we start as early as solstice mm-hmm. and kind of plan you know do kind of some of that work all the way through to new year's eve in in you know days after mm-hmm. and uh that i mean we're we're in the habit of making space for the the letting the process transpire and helping work through it and not feeling like it has to be done because we wrote one thing down. Right. And That's good. Yeah. In the and and there are tools like the five whys and like other approaches too, where just, um, um, one, one fun exercise that I, I like, well, engage a different part of your brain, draw what you think the next year should look like. Right. And I think that's a, a great exercise. And I'm somebody that gets very uncomfortable drawing, but it is, it's a great exercise to say, to just even try and sketch out, um, you know, here's what the, here's what the year is going to look like. Here's the highlights. 
and and even there. So like now you're engaging different parts of your brain. You're capturing these different ideas. Uh, there you go. You have made progress and maybe this is super solid or it's just a basis for further exploration that you can feel more confident in that it becomes an actual concrete goal, you know, after yeah. a, a, a little more uh, exploration and investigation. So I want to pivot a little bit yeah. and talk about um, the last couple years we've focused um, on um, the word, a word, a word, a phrase, and we haven't we haven't shared that yet. And that's I think been something that we've added in the last couple of years that for me has been really um, joyful mm. um, piece to add to to the our goal planning process. And so um, the concept of the word is really kind of having a word or a phrase that is, um, I don't know the right language here, but is your mantra for the Mm -hmm. year. The thing that is your anchor, your touchstone that you're going to kind of keep coming back to. And it always feels to me like a really big decision, picking my word for the year. Mm -hmm. And I love that part of it because I write down a million different phrases and different words and I get out thesauruses and look through different you know, um, documents and different, you know, poetry and different things to try and figure out what the right word is. So does this happen, uh, this, this, um, this exercise to come up with that word, is that earlier in your process or later? That's a good question. Um, it's kind of, um, parallel for me with Hmm. it. Um, in some, I well, and I think we've done at least I can. I know we've done words the last two, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, kind of all December, I've been noodling on it in the back of my head. What's my year, word going to be for next year? What's my word? Where am I going to take this? What am I going to go? Where am I going to pivot to? What's next year going to look like? So that's kind of um, almost an anchoring point, but it is something that has been going on in the back of my head, but I've not sat down and done any of the any writing about it or haven't made a a list of words yet or any of that Mm. well would what about you when do you do how do you put it in the process i can try and remember what you've done i have i i I think i've pushed that off until later in the process you do that later in the process because then it's like oh if i look at what i've created so far i've captured now these goals um if I squint my eyes and I stare at this list, mm-hmm. maybe I'm seeing a theme and sure. that theme becomes my word. Got it. And that just, that hasn't been easy. And typically what I've, what I've done is I'll, I'll come up with two words or a compound word <laughs> and hack the exercise a little bit. Sure. Um, because, because that felt right. And, and it felt, uh, and it made, made a lot of sense. And last year after we came up with our, our, um, our planning and we went through our planning process. We captured our word. It was somewhere soon after that, that I, I, that I read the book, um, uh, the upside of stress. Yeah. Yeah. By Kelly McGonigal. That's a great book. Yeah. And that helped sort of frame this extra benefit and value of that, the, 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 the word capturing process, because it creates this sort of touch point or, um, a reframing reinforcing tool where mm-hmm. as you're going you're going through the difficulties of you know making stuff happen in your year going through your ups and downs yep. you can always look back at this well this is why I'm doing this this is right. why I get to have these experiences is to 
um, yeah. is to have this meaning that I'm, that I'm hoping to be a part of and working to, to make happen. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And that does, it just ties in really well. And, and I think that's why I get really excited about that part of it or that piece of the goal planning. Um, and it does give you kind of that summary thing to have, um, so now summary thing, like, wait, are you talking about like having a word in your head the whole time? <laughs> I ask in a knowing way. <laughs> well, um, yes, I had a word in your head the, the whole time. Absolutely. But also we've made it a little more tangible. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the other thing that's been very fun and creative, I think, for us is we've taken that word and found ways to um, use it in creation, use oh, yeah. it in Make art. It a, well, a talisman. Right? Yeah, a talisman. Yeah, make a talisman. Make a talisman, and and that's it, it's a um, it's really funny. That's also in the book, um, the upside of stress, where uh, if you essentially um, at least sort of write this down, carry a note in your pocket, um, and it's not like oh, and this is magic, and now um, uh, you know, I, we're not trying to say like this is uh, this is like. Um, self-helpy stuff in the early 90s that you would read um not to pick on Anthony Robbins <laughs> or Jim Carrey but like you know the, the 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 stories that I don't know if they're exact I'd have to research to make sure that they're not just apocryphal or whatever but like as far as like Jim Carrey saying like wow I'm gonna make this much money he wrote himself a check and, and oh like, yeah yeah okay so yes, all right cool stuff. glad that process worked for him I, feel I this do is there very is different a- and more durable and beneficial and 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 uh tactically uh, helpful data or like if you have something that's reminding you of your goals in your pocket. But I think that's still, that's just what he did. Right. And fair enough. I believe, I believe if you write it down, like you can start to tell the universe, like this is the direction I'm headed. So I think there's benefit in that. There is, I, I don't disbelieve in the benefit of it, but I do remember that. Story, but I do, yeah. I disbelieve in the whole, um, mm, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. work towards it. You work towards it. So there's a, there's when a we, lot of choice around that. Yeah. So when we talk about the words, so I'm going to give some examples. Just sure. This is so we bring it in a little bit right more on. concrete. Yeah. Um, so in 2015, my word was slow down. Um, I felt like I was running, running crazy everywhere and everything I was doing. And my word was slow down. And so um, the art and creativity piece of this is um, I'll metal stamp um, some jewelry or some um, stones, something to be able to have, you know, a stone that says slow down that I can carry in my pocket mm-hmm. um, or something I can put on my keychain um, yeah. or a bracelet or whatever. It's more durable than a plastic note, and it, it, yeah. which is pretty awesome, which I've also essentially outsourced my talisman to you yeah. where you'll, you'll stamp, um, which is essentially like having like this nice, it's like a mini um, anvil, right <laughs> yeah and this little hammer and the but the metal is like not super soft but it's soft enough yeah. where you can like just whack this little yeah these 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 um you know letters or shapes or yeah, these, designs yeah letter forms and yeah designs uh, and uh do they have a that's funny do they have emoji letter oh forms i'm sure they do stamp into stuff? oh i'm sure they do you can get anything Interesting. i have all sorts i have flowers yeah. and peace signs and hmm. um, yin and yang and all, you know, yeah. different things like that. I'm sure they have emojis. <laughs> that, that'd be another way to hack the exercise a little bit, right? Where you could get 
sort of you could almost make your own um, uh, hieroglyphic of your um, of your word talisman. That's funny. <laughs> or 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 you know a tweet of your. <laughs> it's making funny. it more than more, way more than one word, but yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm thinking of uh, how I might hack the exercise. How you're going to hack the exercise again uh, this time? That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what the work that we've done around the word, and I think that's been another helpful piece of it. Um, the other thing I want to talk about with our goal setting in what we do, we've always. Um, also used and I think this is a valuable thing but the big 3M sticky paper like the chart paper mm. like you see like if you're doing a workshop right and you've got your parking lot and you've got your you know goals and projects yeah it's like a mega mega sized uh, post-it note yeah and we have um, always like, after kind of doing all of our other exercise on the cardboard and on the you know the notes and the journaling and anything else that we've done we make a grid and put each of the family's kind of names on it and then do kind of a short list of these are the goals for the year. Mm -hmm. And what I think has been always fun about that is then we hang it somewhere that we see it. Mm -hmm. Um, In some years we've hung it on the back of our bedroom door. So like before you leave the bedroom every day, you're seeing, you know, here's the goals. We've hung it, um, you know, in the walk-in closet space that you go in to grab your socks and you see it. Yeah, it's about putting that somewhere where you can um, not become blind to it, but be affected by it. It's not like it's not like a banner ad where you you know you wrote something that isn't you know necessarily beneficial to you or whatever. You wrote something that you really super duper believe in, yeah, and you hang it up in a, in in some place that you encounter um, at least every day. Yeah, and. <laughs> That's, to me, a pretty interesting reinforcing approach and reminder. And I think it helps, too, because there's been times that we've seen it and we've stopped and talked, you know, mid-year or, you know, you know, every couple months. Like, oh, hey, how am I doing on this one? Or where am I at with that? Yeah, it's not a mystery where it is. We, like, we might go fetch it. And it's it's neat because, uh, you know, not that uh, we would happily be sponsored by 3M, which, you know, is a local Minnesota company. And... Uh, that we'd be proud to uh, do some ad reads for 3M, but then, uh, but this this paper has this this sort of um, it's sticky, but it's not permanent, so you can like take it down and run to a different spot with it. Oh yeah, it's really handy. Yeah, and it's about the size of a cape, so you could wear it as a cape. <laughs> you could, you could. I have not worn our goals as a cape. Mm. I may have to try that some year. Yeah, I guess you've not watched me transit with the goals. <laughs> probably haven't um so i think a couple other things i want to just mention about when we do um kind of our goal process is we talk and we've talked tonight a lot about you know what do you want your year to look like what are things you want to do what do you want to do more of what do you want to get better at these are kind of questions that we work through but i think there's a flip side of that too that we do talk about and isn't always talked about in goal planning and that is what do you want to stop doing what do you want to let go of? What do you want to, you know, um, have exit your life, if you will? And sometimes, you know, that can be, you know, toxic people, bad job, you know, bad habits, mm-hmm. um, negative beliefs or thoughts that, you know, you just kind of, I know for me that I, I struggle with from time to time. And I so say it's that's like, the big one for me too. Like, yeah, the 
negative. Yeah. Uh, negative frames. Yeah, negative frames. And so I think that's an important piece too that makes um, our goal planning process of um, effective for me or, you know, again, something that I look forward to is really kind of taking that time to think of what are things I don't need to do anymore and don't need to have um, weighing down my life. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it, but um, yeah. so I think that's an important thing too that I wanted to make sure we mentioned. It's like a, an, a housekeeping of your, your um, current intentions and things you carry with you. Yeah. What about, um, what does this look like? And this might be too soon, but like, uh, what does it look like as far as now carrying this forward in the year? Um, like how do you check in? How do you, how do you, um, break this down into things you can make progress toward beyond the, oh yeah, I feel, I know I feel confident about mm-hmm. this list I created. I examined it from a variety of angles. Yeah. Here's what I want the year to look I know, like. Yeah. And, but then I'm, I guess where I'm going is sort of the, and then what? And then what? Yeah. Well, I think some of that is, and it depends on how much people want to go into it, right? So we've had years where we've done monthly check-ins. We've had years where we've done quarterly check-ins. Um, and when we've had years where it's just been spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And we've had, you know, we always do it at the end of the year. And we do different silly things like, you know, oh, I'm going to give myself a check, a plus or a minus on this particular, you know, function or area um, of my goal. But I think having it somewhere you can see it every day, um, having the talisman that is that kind of a continual reminder, and then having somebody that you've shared your goals with, whether that, you know, in our case, be a partner um, or a friend or um, somebody that you interact with daily. And, you know, maybe somebody doesn't have to know all of your goals, but you can share one of them with or two well, of in them. In context, yeah. it's like the professional goals, carry those with you to work and yeah. your day job or what have you and, and, or your business or your in, independent effort, whatever. And, um, the one, the, the ones about friendship, you know, bring bring it to those relationships. The ones, you know, yeah, there's, there's context. You I can remember all everywhere. I can remember, um, previously, you know, several years back, we would have our goal sheets hanging um, in different places in our house. And we commonly had people over, like we would have kind of large gatherings. And I remember one night like, kind of glancing and somebody is standing there, like just staring at this. And it was our like deepest personal, like goals and plans for the year. And they were just kind of like, yeah, okay, that's just hanging right there on the wall for everyone to see. <laughs> Didn't think about the guest situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's happened. Um, so that I can remember that being kind of funny. And you know what? accountability so you know hey do you want to talk about that what do you see up there you know kind of a thing yeah but it's yeah a little more a, a lot more private than like tweeting it right? right but but still um can lead to some conversations yeah um, how do you how do you keep um checked in on the goals throughout the year uh for me i work them into sort of my my day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month process of of what i of how I essentially crank through my tasks that are aimed at my goals. And, and that's, mm. that's a process of, um, I, I turn it into, uh, OmniFocus tasks. That's a, that's an app I use yep. quite a bit. And, um, 
then, well, I'm going to focus projects and tasks. Okay. And then I, I do the regular sort of reviewing that and sort of my, I definitely don't follow, follow the, the uh, getting things done methodology, but like I've read the book a couple times. Um, what I do is influenced by it, but I sure. do, I do my own form of that. Okay. To see, to essentially check in and, and call and revise and, and sort of keep this whole flow of like, well, here's where I want to go and am I getting there? And, uh, um, the things that can be nudged forward, uh, that, that would benefit from putting a date to them. I, I just can continually do that. Nice. Um, I'm going to ask you another question. So every goal that you list, um, as you go through this exercise, are they all things that are completed in the calendar year? Are they all completed in the calendar year? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. So we've, we've done this with, uh, some years where I'm like, wow, I, I, this big strategy panned out for this year. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it, it's, this made sense in other years. There were things that were mm, a little more out there. Right. Are things that took us longer or that didn't fit with what I thought the year was going to go. Oh, absolutely. Perceived like. I just think it's important to keep kind of your, in whatever time frame, you know, people look at it, their three, five, seven, ten year plan mm. in mind also when they're kind of going through this process. And I used to be way more heavily informed or attempt to be heavily informed by a five-year plan. Yeah. But like I find that to be less and less of a concern. Where I where I feel confident in the the general direction of what I'm working on and working toward, and now yes. um, the yearly the yearly flow and cadence feels um, stri- strategic enough. Yeah, and I mean there are always good exercises that um, I think that well the first time I encountered the one where essentially it's. Yeah, I mean, you you write your own eulogy yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I knew you were uh, going there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, I encountered that in uh, back in the '90s when I read uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Colbert. Oh, sure. Yeah, and uh, but I think we've done different spins on that yeah. too, because we've even done that in in you know some of the design workshops that that we've just done personally from the standpoint of you know write the headlines for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the, you know, if you break it down into like these different goal areas, now write a headline for each of these, you know, you don't have to write oh, your yeah. eulogy like, so oh, much, but totally, this is the way more fun, better, the better, better way to do it where you like, um, write a comment you have about how satisfied you are that this thing transpired. Right. And that's a way to frame. Oh, cool. That's, that's more or less what we did as, yeah. as an exercise. And we've done that. We've done like hopes and fears as yeah. an exercise. Like, and that's a great one like too. what do you want to accomplish? Now list a bunch of hopes and fears. And then, and so, you know, group these things. And that's where after you group these things, you can come up with the exercise of, uh, it's a little more easy to then start to, to write those sort of, uh, um, mm, useful goal informed headlines. Yep. So, Yeah. So we've done some of those. I think those are fun exercises too. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a good flavor of a good taste of like, like this is the kind of stuff we do. Yeah. That was kind of plan. a lot of info. People might have to spend a little. And, and there's unpacking. a lot of it that was compressed where like we, yeah. we mentioned exercises that we didn't go through a step by step of how you no. do that. 
And maybe that would be helpful in the, in the future. Maybe, I don't know, but like it would be great to hear from yeah. those of you listeners that are in the art, science, punks, you know, community. lifestyle, community. Um, yeah. Tell, tell us what you think too. Like what, what sort of, um, what sort of goal planning do you do? Uh, What's useful? What do you avoid? Why, why not kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we can continue. This will be a, a something I'm sure we'll revisit as a topic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And especially, you know, reacting to feedback and whatnot as well. Um, All right. Thank you, everyone, for tonight. We have been the Art and Science Punks. You can find me. I'm Kate Stenzinger at Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. And, of course, we're on Twitter as well from the podcast. And we are at Art Science Punks. Rock on. Somebody needs to write the outro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>